just overall, describe the kind of man that you knew Bart as, both on and off the field. What kind of person was he? Well, he was uh, such a good person and did everything right uh, that I didn't believe he was being himself. I thought he was putting on a front or being a phony or something like that. But he was so consistently say the right thing and do the right thing in the right place. So I watched him uh, like a hawk for several years. And finally, I decided that um, Bart was just a very good person and that his life was lived to make other people happy more than him. He would uh, have somebody come up for an autograph, and he would never, ever refuse. And they could impose on him and irritate him, but he he was just serene and comfortable with his position and comfortable with himself. And I think that goodness made him feel good about himself and made him a happy, comfortable human being who was comfortable in his skin, and he was comfortable around the guys because he could be whatever he needed to be, but he was always a good person. And he was a, a you know, a, told a story a number of times about we didn't know who Bart was in the early days in Green Bay. When I arrived, Bart was the second string or third string. There's four or five quarterbacks there, and Bart was up and down and back and forth. And uh, he was so quiet and so polite and uh we didn't know if Bart had any backbone, if he had any fire in him, if he had any any discipline. You know, uh, we didn't know who he was. And we're playing the Bears one day in Chicago, and uh, Bart throws a long pass down the right sideline, and my defensive tackle turns around and watches the ball, and I'm watching the ball, and Bart's watching the ball. And they've got a great middle linebacker like they always seem to have, this is Bill George, their middle linebacker, and Bill is coming, and he takes a shot at Bart, who's standing there with his hands down to his side and completely unprepared, and Bill hits him in the mouth with a forearm and splits his upper lip up into his nose and, and ends up taking about 11, 12 stitches to close it up. But he's standing there bleeding down the front of his jersey, and I said, Bart, you better go to the sideline, get sewed up, you're bleeding like a stuck hog. He said, shut up and get in the huddle. <laughs> I go, yes, sir, yes, sir. And uh, we went down the field, six, seven plays, eight plays, whatever it was, and scored and uh, went to the sidelines, and they lay Bart down on the bench and sew him up and take the stitches on his upper lip, and um, he goes back in when we go back in. You know, we, you know, defense is out there four or five minutes, and then we get the ball back, and Bart comes trotting on the field, and he talks a little funny because he's got a really big, fat lip. But he was there, right? And at that point, I think we kind of understood who Bart Starr was, that he was a very nice person, but he had a lot of discipline and a lot of backbone and a lot of courage and a lot of all the qualities he needed to play the game at a very high level. So from that point on, I think Bart was our quarterback, and he, uh, he could uh, be very, very harsh with you. 
um, shut up and get in the huddle. Okay, okay. Uh, but he was seldom that way, but he could be. And so he just, uh, you know, took care of business and became our guy and, and, and hundreds of stories about his improvisation and at this point and that point and the way he handled things and uh, just became the perfect quarterback for us. Uh, you know, we were generally a running game and Bart was pinpoint accurate when he was throwing the ball. So he just was uh, all you could ask for in that position. I'm joined right now by Packers Hall of Fame lineman Jerry Kramer. How rare is it to find somebody with the qualities that he had? I mean, pure, genuine kindness along with a tough, competitive spirit. Rare. It is rare. And I honestly, I watched him for years because I didn't believe it. I didn't believe anybody could be that good and that consistently good in all situations. So, I just uh, watched him for several years, and I said, I'm going to catch him. You know, I'm going to catch him messing up. Or I'm going to catch him here or there, somewhere in the middle. And I, I really did watch him for several years, and I finally said, well, that's just Bart. That's who he is, and that's what he is. And I threw in with him. I finally said, you know, there's a when you're helping out with uh, charities and doing things for the community and doing things for other people, it is a good feeling. And I found that out when I started going to charities and doing things that Mars had been doing all along. And I'm I'm um, driving home from an event one late evening. We had a golf tournament, I think, for a, a cause. And uh, I'm uh, feeling very good inside. I've got a warmth in my chest, and I feel buoyant. I just feel good. And uh, I'm going. What is this about? What, what's the? What do you? What, what's happening here? And I said, Well, you were with the guys. You're hanging out with the guys. And my little boy said, Well, you've hung out with the guys before, and you didn't feel this good. And then, uh, well, you had a couple beers. Well, you've had a couple beers before, and you didn't feel like this. And then I said, It's the people. It's the people at these events. People who come to these events are trying to help out with their community, with other folks, and they're doing the right thing at the right time. And that makes you feel good. Doing good and living good makes you feel good, makes you believe in yourself, that you're doing the right thing. And Bart personified that. He just was so consistently good in virtually every situation I saw him in the 40 years now, 50s, whatever it happened to be, but uh, just a wonderfully good person. Packers Hall of Famer Jerry Kramer joining me right now. You and Bart will seemingly be remembered uh, for one of the most iconic plays in NFL history. Being paired with him, what does that mean to you? Well, you know, the lineman rarely gets the spotlight. You know, it just doesn't happen very often, but I was fortunate there that I had seen the weakness in the defense on Thursday and I showed you all these films so I mentioned it to Coach Lombardi and um, barked at me like he could do when he was interrupted and I said the pew is high we can wedge pew if we have to alright run that back 
and to run the playback three or four times. That's right. Put in a wedge on view. So that was when you had some information, you looked around at the other guys, Fuzz or Bobo or Forrest or Ski or whoever it happened to be, does this work for you? Can you do this? Can you handle this? Yes, Jerry. Yes, yes, yes. Then you'd go to Bart and, and tell him that you had a play. If he needed it, if he needed something, then this will work for us. So it was, uh, you never know if he's going to use the play, and you never have a clue about the situation. And so this came up on the one-yard line with 15, 16 seconds to go, and uh, I felt the responsibility uh, to my team and to my group of guys to take care of the job, to, to do the job. So the best way I could do the job is keep my head up, my eyes open, and put my face in the guy's chest and, and move him. So um, it was wonderful, you know, for a lineman to get a little spotlight. Uh, no kidding about that. But And, and your guys, the, the team, uh, gave you a spotlight. And guys came around and commented on the block. And, and that was tall cotton for a lineman. It was just a wonderful experience. And I did do the job well, and it was nice to be recognized and nice to be a part of that. It was a, a wonderful moment in my career and, and in the Packers' career, too, but it was just a, a part of the highlight film. 